Today is July 12th, 2020. This is episode 120 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. Welcome, everybody, to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Peter. With me, as always, this is my brother from another mother. It is Quentin, a.k.a. Slippy Blumbo. I was not expecting that at all, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> and How's, this is our... Uh, oh, no, no. There's another person. This is our other brother from another other mother. <laughs> our... Our stepbrother, Sepro Grumpo, heals you. Hey, heals you. Ooh. I love the picture. Yeah. It's especially your hat. <laughs> it's, it's such a such, Susan, such a handsome fella in the middle. It's uh It's a thing. It's I mean between my tiny head <laughs> his concave face and your ability to just eat yourself off cliffs we our family tree had some fun times for how many months since since, since last february or uh, this february, oh, no, since february. yeah it's this february we've only been doing it for like six months oh uh, boy but we're here and we did it we 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 did dark souls uh and shin i i apologize uh you were gonna say something and i interrupted you as soon as I said I lost it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but we do have uh, some quick... Because uh, we, we have so many things about Dark Souls, and Heels You is really here just to tell us all everything about it. Uh, and, and So uh, real quick, we do have some of our uh, uh, community uh, news. Uh, you, you did your oh. first solo stream. <laughs> I did. I solo streamed last Saturday, which was kind of interesting. I played through the first tree, which was a lot more feels than I was expecting, and uh, I kind of was not ready for those. Uh, I thought it was kind of interesting, so I, I just bought it and played it, and we were a really cute fox and a kind of sad story with a sunny, happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty much my week. I haven't really gamed a whole lot, haven't really done a whole lot. It's It's been kind of a chill week otherwise. No, no Final Fantasy or anything? Is nope. It- Nope. Nothing aside from our Dark Souls stream, but... Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, 
I, me, I have been, uh, World, World, World of Warcraft streams are back uh, with friends, uh, Paul and Chili from Middle Ground, Talon from the Broadbent, uh, Broadbent Broadcast. Uh, they're all part of my guild war party on on the horde side, Ysera. So, and and there's a note here that says join them. Uh, that's that's the thing, and and I'm not gonna say what happened, but there may have been a f- funny deaths that happened. Uh, there was a weird like unplanned co stream. So, also on a scale of like one to us playing Dark Souls, how funny were the deaths? Pretty good. Also, we learned that. Chili somehow le- loses the ability to read in when it comes to WoW, and he read uh, a sorcerer name as Risen Sorcerer, but he read <laughs> he read it as Weenie Sauce, <laughs> and he stopped us in the middle of the dungeon to say, let us know that he's How? okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. He was just like, "Hey, I I just need to let you guys know that I read that." So I know it says it even said I know it says risen sorcerer but I kept reading it as weenie sauce. So, I have concerns. I we all did honestly. So I I'm pretty sure it has to do with his lack of sleep. So And lastly, uh but not least, uh and we we beat Dark Souls. <laughs> We I did. Don't, I don't know that how many exciting. years. I don't know how many years we kept saying, "Well, we'll play Dark Souls," and we finally did it, and, and voted by uh, watchers and listeners of the show, and we did it, and we couldn't have done it without Heals You uh, guiding us through what would have been a, a game of three, like maybe one, two months or two, three streams of us doing it, and then us probably quitting. So, uh, first of all, thank you, Heals You, for for doing this for six months on your every other Sunday with us. We definitely would not be here without you. Absolutely not a problem. Very happy to help. Uh, so uh, there's just so much. Uh, uh, how do we start this? Like why, why dark souls? Why? <laughs> just why? <laughs> I, it, just like, why, why is it such a, a, a game that, compels people to still play even the original one like people still log time into it just to find lore i mean why why is that like why is it that kind of game like there's very few games that do that but this one seems to pull that kind of audience to me it it's one of those things where it's like the community as a whole doesn't know and Anytime you can find even a little bit of a nugget of information, you, it can flip the entire story of the game on its head. Like people thought for a long time, like, oh yeah, the process of Halloween is just if you die a lot, but it's not, oh, you actually end up giving, like losing hope. And if you quit the game, your character essentially goes hollow. And that was like within the first year and everyone was like, oh my God, all those people that quit are the reason why the world is the way it is. And then there's just so much other lore about the game that you just keep digging in as you start reading more and more item descriptions that the world makes a little bit more sense, but there's still always something else out there that someone's going to find someday. So like most of the lore, through, like we did play through this game and we got some of the items and stuff, but we didn't really get a whole lot of lore on it except from what you kind of told us. So is most of the lore through this like 
you actually have to read all of the item descriptions and explore everywhere to kind of understand what's going on or item descriptions, character dialogue, and that first opening cutscene, you're not really given too much lore up front. It's all like just in little bits and pieces that you pick up here and there. Like you would think, oh, the, the item description of this firebomb wouldn't have anything to do with the world as, at large, but then you're like, actually, that kind of makes sense now a little bit. That's that lends itself to and I and I know a lot of people say, oh, this is like Dark Souls is kind of like old school gaming, right? Like there was this large difficulty gap in it. Uh, but it also seems like they but unlike old games, like like if you look back at the old like the original Legend of Zelda, there was no direction. There was not like you, you found things out by playing the game naturally. Uh do you think that lent itself to the creator's idea of like making a game where it was solely focused on let's have very little dialogue and very little storytelling and, and let people kind of piece it together? Or was this guy just a madman? <laughs> a lot of column A and a fair bit of column B, but uh, <laughs> that's one of the things that, that the community as a whole does like about these games where you're not being guided by the hand. There isn't a waypoint like in Skyrim saying you have to go here and that's where you're going to advance. Like the, the moment you're pop that you're plopped down in Firelink Shrine after the crow drops you off, depending on what, if you start with the master key, you could go anywhere. Uh, with the exception of Anorlando, you can go into the depths. So you can go fight uh, Pinwheel. You can go into Blight Town and you can go fight Quaylog. You can go onto the bridge and fight that uh, the bridge demon. And then the world's just your oyster, and there isn't someone telling you you have to go this way. And that's what a lot of people really like about these games. So that, that's going to lead me to my next question: like, you know, like what what is your history with this game, and, and like you know why did you want to replay it with us like i knew i knew you're i knew you were seeing a struggle but like, but anyone could have just been like well they'll get through it it's like but you like you you put in a lot more hours into this to help us uh i mean like like i know you've told us on streams but for the show like how many hours did you have logged for for dark souls just one uh for just dark souls one let me check my steam library And is it more hours than World of Warcraft? That's not that much. Okay. Between the original PC version and the remastered version, I'm looking at about 160-ish hours. Not quite MMO levels, but still pretty good for a single-player game. But yeah. that that was between probably half a dozen characters. Still pretty good. Still, still yeah. pretty good. And, and it doesn't help that this uh we ended somewhere around let's say like 22 hours i want to say at the end but that might have been mine so and i did a little I, bit of grinding 31 hours on my playtime that's okay that sounds right which also so, includes like a little bit of idle time and stuff but yeah. probably around 30 hours is safe yeah which is very respectable i believe my first run i was somewhere around 40 hours that makes sense. We didn't really have we had you guiding us to like all the important spots and we screwed up a lot and had to like double back a lot. So 
without us, it probably could have been an easy 25 hour job. <laughs> I've, I've actually done a, uh, a speed run of this game without glitches or anything. And I think I clocked in around five hours from start to finish. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. And that's without going for that. Uh, that was a pyromancy build. Uh, that's that um, that's pretty much the the end all uh, for speed runs. Is if for a casual run, pyromancy is just so brokenly overpowered. Once you hit about the forty minute mark, it, well, you know, <laughs> just light them up, cleanse everything. Well, well, <laughs> well, when you when you know what you're doing, it's uh, you go around to certain places, you get certain items. Uh, kill certain enemies, and then essentially you can be overpowered by about minute 40 to about an hour, and then you can go around three shotting bosses. For us, about 40 minutes in, we were still trying to fight skeletons on the way up to... Uh, was it Blight Town? Not Blight. Was it Blight Town? No, no, Undeadburg. Uh, Undeadburg, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were still trying to get one. And I spent countless hours on the bridge trying to try to defeat a minotaur, so... Yeah, Pyromancy is good uh, when you're familiar with the game, but that first run, um, that boss is definitely not everybody's favorite. No, no oh, right, I even forgot about that boss. It's it's not. But what what one of the things uh, once you have like a full like end game build around like hour two, and you go back to that boss, and you're like, hey, remember me? And then you hit him with three spells, and he dies. Nothing beats it. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did go I, back. I, sounds satisfying. I, I, after our stream, I did go and kill the very first boss from the from the jail that we wake in. Uh, so that was good. That was a great feeling to to take him out. Like just roll it in there and be like, I, I lit him up. <laughs> Still a little combustion. That's it. Remember me? Yeah. <laughs> I got some tricks now. <laughs> So, uh, speaking of weird bosses, we we saw a cavalcade of the craziest things I've ever, probably ever witnessed in a in a video game, short of uh, that weird new like point and click horror game that's coming out. Uh, why 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 many teeth monster and why so why so many of them? <laughs> Yeah, that was my main concern. Like, why are so many bosses mouths with mouths, and why do they want to eat you? Yeah, that those actually uh, go into the story of those bosses. I oh. believe the the obvious one is uh, the gaping dragon, where its rib cage is exposed. And it's just another mouth. Uh, creepy. There, there's a there, there's a story behind him. It's definitely not a good story. <laughs> uh, none of them are. I, I don't think we've heard of like a positive story in this game. <laughs> there isn't a boss with a good with a good story where you're like, okay, I sympathize with you. It's it's more of oh god, kill with fire. No, no, we did have one good story, and that was Priscilla. Yes, yes. where the sad part was we absolutely had to kill Priscilla for my nothing stabbing, bad but... happened, and we just walked past her. Mm-hmm. I didn't kill her. I want to make it on record that I did not kill Priscilla. I assisted you in killing Priscilla for your game. Priscilla's still there. For I could go back and visit Priscilla, say hi. Yeah, you, you can have that. I didn't. Nothing bad happened to Sif. Everything's yeah. fine and dandy. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Sif. Oh. oh, that cutscene. Like even like you showed us the cutscene. That was terrible. Oh, oh yeah. So sad. That's so sad. That is not a good time. 
Nobody wants to kill Good Boy. Like, why? Why is that? Uh, Priscilla was great. And I also have a question, like, since we're, we're a little bit, like, touching a little bit on Priscilla. Why the why does that painted world exist? I mean, I understand, like, Priscilla was hiding in that painted world. But how can that painted world exist exactly? And, and d- does... Does that come back in later games? Like that that painted world is interesting to me. Like that's a world within a world. So the painted world was originally uh, to peel back the curtain a little bit. Uh, it was the first level that was designed by uh, the Dark Souls team. They had essentially used it to test out many of the features. Uh, it's clearly one of the best design levels in terms of enemy placements, ambushes in the right spots, places where they were supposed to be. Uh, it was actually supposed to be one of the one of the tutorial levels. Uh, one of the people I follow on YouTube uh, actually went into a map editor, and below that area where you fight Priscilla, there is another floor, much like um, uh, we didn't go back and fight them, but there was a copy of the Asylum Demon that was in the uh, uh, in the tutorial area. Where mm-hmm. if you walk over it, the floor would fall, and then you'd be fighting another boss. Um, so I believe that's what that was supposed to be. But uh, to your other question, uh, the there is another painted world in Dark Souls Three. It's not exactly related to it, but some of the events in it and some of the dialogue, you do get a bit of a peek behind the curtain of what the painted worlds are and what they're supposed to be to the franchise as a whole. Uh, and, <laughs> all right, I, I would have I have so many more questions about like just painter worlds and could there be a whole game just about them? But I, I guess there could be. I guess it could actually exist. Uh, I, I, I so one of the two more uh, one of the most more interesting and probably one of the more difficult boss fights for us was uh, Ornstein and Smau or Small. Uh, and uh, I, I did a I I did some research for this <laughs> myself. I actually watched some uh, like post. Uh, we beat the game uh, Dark Souls uh, videos and stuff like that. And, and something I kind of learned is that, and I'm not sure which is which, but I, I don't remember if it was Ornstein or Smout, but one of them is is, is possibly not, is it, a, is it possibly an imposter? It, like, like, it, and that's like, I didn't, I don't, I, I didn't, I didn't want to dig like nine hours into videos just to be like an expert on it, but from what I was getting is that it's a possibility that one of them is not indeed who they say they are. Yes. So Smo, the, the big guy with the hammer uh, was Mm -hmm. the executioner of the gods. uh, And he was told he was going to be guarding uh, princess Gwendolyn. Uh, Ornstein is one of uh, Gwen's four trusted knights. There was him, Artorius. uh, And then there was some other characters, some DLC. I don't want to spoil in case you do want to go back to them. Um, it's hinted at in other games that Ornstein had abandoned his posts and had left for another place. Um, so to peel back the curtain on another little bit, there was another boss we didn't fight. He was completely optional and going to fight him does bring up some other game mechanics and some more story. Uh, the dark son, Gwendolyn, who is another one of Gwen's sons. Um, Gwendolyn is a master of illusions. Uh, one of the illusions he did make was, uh, was Guinevere, his sister, the one that gives us the Lord Vessel. It's also heavily implied that the orange scene that you fought 
in that dual encounter was completely an illusion. And it it's kind of mind-blowing because there, there's another Ornstein in Dark Souls 2. And then you find out some stuff that happens with Ornstein in Dark Souls 3. Huh. So it's 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 not clear of which one is the real one and how everything went, but you do see Ornstein again in two separate games. Interesting. And and even though we haven't played them, two is wasn't made by the same team, uh, but two, I guess canonically, comes after three. Correct. Two. Two was originally thought to be like a direct sequel, like thousands of years down the line. Mm-hmm. And then Dark Souls 3 came in and essentially just kicked it to the curb saying, no, nah, this is what really happened. Um, Dark Souls 2 is fine. There's still connections to Dark Souls 1 and many things to come from it. But it's not the best design game. In terms of bosses, there's 47 bosses between the main game and all the DLCs. And I would put maybe five or six or any good. But it's it's very clear that um, Dark Souls three is meant to be the direct sequel, and Dark Souls two is more closer to a well, what if this happened kind of a game. <laughs> it's kind of like the end of the Clue movie. <laughs> That's such a sure. deep pull. That's such a deep pull. Only me and like one other person's gonna get that pull. It's it's all right. Hold hold on. <laughs> I I deserve the bad joke. It's okay. It's okay. I listen. It's not. Well, why is why, instead of everything being my fault? Why, why is everything Gwen's fault? It's everything Gwen's fault. How much time do you have? Because, uh, <laughs> boy, howdy, that, that is a He's long answer. Like a good 30 minutes on it still. I could go for probably an hour and a half if you wanted to, but... Oh, hey, yes. Plus, plus notes. Uh, so, quick TLDR. Uh, Gwyn, uh, when he found his soul and Nito found his soul and the Witch of Isla found her soul, they were like, hey, we're the... King shit of fuck mountain. Let's uh, start kicking down doors. Hey, there's some dragons. Oh, we're not doing so hot against the dragons. There's, but then there's some other dragons. Like, hey, throw some lightning bolts at the scales. So it's like, cool, we're gonna do that. And then Nito's like, cool, disease. And which Vizelis is like, man, rents due, and I'm gonna burn down your trees, and everything just goes sideways. Um, so then they start building up civilization. But Gwyn starts to see like, oh man, humanity could someday rival us. Oh, they're there's this thing that says uh, humans will overthrow us. So Gwen's like, nope, that ain't happening. Uh, unleashes the dark sign on humanity. Uh, essentially, saps humanity, turns them into white souls. Uh, starts or Humanity starts to decline. Dark souls get more prominent, starts to appear. Township civilizations go sideways. Ulysseal comes in. They're like, well, what if we do more and we embrace the dark? Then they summon Manus. And Manus is like, well, everything's just, it, this town's just going to shit. It's in a bad neighborhood. Everything's just going, it, it's a bad time. And then uh, Artorius comes in and he's like, oh, I'm the big hero. And it turns out he's not the big hero. We're the big hero. You come out and then uh, we go in and all of a sudden everything is just bad. It's, it's just bad. 
<laughs> Everything's Gwyn's fault. As, as we learned, and Gwyn was the last boss, by the way, from, for those of you watching, this is who, who Gwyn was. It's the last person we fought in the game. Uh, uh, and also, if you watch the opening cutscene, Gwen's the person chugging light lightning bolts at dragons, so. <sighs> Is uh, Grumpo, our Estepro Grumpo, like a descendant? <laughs> cool. Uh, technically, all the Grumpos and the Slippies and everybody involved they, everybody is technically a descendant of a giant, which Gwyn was technically, kind of, sort of, in a roundabout way. Um, but yeah, Gwyn, Gwyn was like, no one can be cooler than me. And then we became the cooler Daniel. <laughs> I really, <laughs> I really thought you were going to Zeus me for a second. You're like, well, <laughs> Gwen got busy oh, no. with a lot of people. <laughs> Well, it's it's not directly implied, but it is fan speculation. Gwyn did his fair bit of Zeusing. Ah, right. Well, when when you got when you chuck lightning bolts, I guess guess you can do what you can. <clears throat> I mean, Zeus also did take down the Titans and imprison them forever, so there's parallels. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, why is it there that in some parts of the game there are, for lack of a better word, I guess, undead or hollowed that are just, they have big sad and then others just want to eat us? <laughs> like, is there a reason for that? Or like, why isn't everybody just got big sad? Are you talking about Anderlando? I'm talking about any place that tried to stab us. <laughs> well, I mean, that's where all the big sad was, I think, wasn't it? Uh, there's a lot of big sads. I, I mean, but everybody, like anybody, like that had big sad was just started giving up. So, so for a lot of those uh, hollows, um, mm -hmm. they couldn't advance because they didn't have the prerequisite keys. Like they didn't go and ring one of the bells. They didn't go kill some other boss and get a key to keep going to get to another boss. So a lot of those hollows were like, oh, okay, all I have to do is go ring a bell down below, and then, oh man, swamp. Uh, Blight Town, and Blight Town, <laughs> and then it's just like I, I can't do it. I, time out, Coach. Time out. And then, I mean, we kind of said the same thing. Yeah, but Blight Town is definitely easier with a guide. First time oh, through Blight Towns. Oh man, I, I skipped half of Blight Town with a jump, and I was like, I still don't like this place. I uh, I you, if you told me to go back to Blight Town, like go back in there and like could you tell ask me to get up? I, I couldn't get myself up. We I did. We I, did make us go back there. We went back a couple times. I know, but ask me now. I couldn't like I couldn't do it. I don't want to go back there again. I. So and then part of what you were saying earlier is that the the fact that those people didn't find the keys to ring bells is that those are the players essentially that gave up like that's like meta gaming like <laughs> essentially yeah it, uh, the designer Miyazaki was he knew just from playtesting this game's hard and he wanted it to be hard and the people that are giving up they're part of the problem with what's going on in the world right now so he kind of was tiny. Well, you want to know why so many people did this? Look at how many achievement statistics there are 
or whatever for whatever game you're looking at and it's like how many people have died at the first boss and never killed the first boss it's a i believe for the remake it was 74 percent have the achievement you died but don't have the achievement you have beaten the tutorial so essentially one in four people beat the tutorial and that kind of sums up why there's so many hollows everywhere why do, why do you what do you think it take why do you like why set out to make that kind of game like what was the purpose like I, it, it was more of getting back to like the old uh super nintendo games um ninja gaiden was a big influence uh so was berserk that kind of gives you an insight to who miyazaki <laughs> is as a whole but ninja gaiden was um, <laughs> but i i mean i get it um but but he didn't. He was tired of games that had just been handholding you, like from from SNES, just essentially saying, "Save the princess, go to this town, and go to this town, go to this town." He uh, he cited um, the original Legend of Zelda as one of the things where it's like, "Here you are, you're in a world, you figure it out." It's dangerous to go alone. Yeah, but some of that going alone in that game compared to like Legend of Zelda I, and. Even if we go by like Breath of the Wild standards, right? Breath of the Wild, things are, are findable. Like not, you, yeah, but it, Breath of the Wild is relatively, it holds your hand. It tells you it holds a tutorial level. It gets you like points you in the right direction. You're talking like back to like The Legend of Zelda, the original NES Zelda. release, where it was like, hey, you're in the middle of nowhere. Good luck. Yeah. Well, hey, what's that Octo Rock? What's an Octo Rock? <laughs> ah! Dirt. It's spitting rocks at me. Why? Oh, you don't even have a sword, I don't sense. think, when you start. Nope. You. No. I think you're like two screens away from a sword. Yep. Kind of, kind of running around and hoping. Uh, that's so interesting. And it, I mean, do you feel that there's going to be another? Iter- like, a, I mean, I don't know. Like, I haven't looked it up. Like, I don't know if they're done with Dark Souls. Like, I know, like a lot of speculation was that three was it. Like, that's no more Dark Souls. You know, we, Sekiro, you know, that's what we made now. That's our new game. Do you think they'll go back and make a uh, another Dark Souls in the series or, or they're done like that? They did it. I will never say never because Miyazaki is an absolute madman. And he said, uh, Dark Souls 1, that's it. There's no Dark Souls 2. Then Dark Souls 2 came out and he's like, well, we're not working on a Dark Souls 3. That was the other team did that. We're not doing another Dark Souls. And then Dark Souls 3 came out. And they're like, okay, after that, we're not doing any more Soulsborne-like games. And then Sekiro came out. And Bloodborne came out between uh, Dark Souls 2 and 3. And now Demon's Souls is getting a remaster. It's, it, uh, and granted, Demon's Souls isn't being made first party because they're working on something else. But I'll never say never with, uh, with that team because... Anything they do that I've played, I am blown away by it, and I want more of it. Even if the story is complete. Like, Bloodborne by itself is a open-to-close story. You can close the book, it's done, doesn't need anything else. I still want more. Uh, Chilean Chat says, Sony owns the license to Demon's Souls also. Uh, yeah. That, that, was, that was a part of their thing when they were looking for funding uh, Demon's Souls was and still is an exclusive to Sony platforms. It's kind of the way 
Dark Souls was originally designed to be console only. That's why when it came to PC, it was a complete mess for about a month before a mod came out called Dark Souls Fix. Uh, then Dark Souls 2 wasn't going to come to PC, and then it came to PC. And then Dark Souls 3 came, came out, and it was like, okay, we get it. You want PC controls. We're going to make it a little bit better for you, but still not great. Fair enough to me. It's good enough for me. I, I like how, uh, I can't remember what year, but I remember like the team saying and tweeting out like, hey, I believe it was a tweet where they were like, hey, if this gets enough likes and retweets or whatever the case was, we'll we'll produce a Dark Souls for PC if there was interest. And Oh, yeah, that, that was 2012, 2013, very early. And that was what led to the original Dark Souls uh, Prepare to Die edition on PC. Yeah. And it launched in kind of a buggy mess, but it, it, sure it got cleaned up between between um, between FromSoft saying, okay, what we did to PC is completely unacceptable. And the community saying, yeah, and until you guys come up with something, we're going to fix it on our end. They were able to, to make it work. And the first mod came out uh, called DS Fix, essentially took out the 30 frame rate cap, uh, made uh, controllers usable, and not halfway through the game, they're just going to disconnect on you. Uh, fixed the lava, because it was an eyesore on its original release for PC. It's it's definitely a better place because the community was there and they wanted the game on PC. And from stuff saying, we need to do right by you. And that's great. I mean, that's that, I'm glad they took that time. And it seems like other games they've released, Dark Souls Three, Sekiro, like all of them on on PC have been received well. Like I don't think there was very much in terms of like needing to be fixed there. Um, so I mean, I'm, I'm happy about that. <laughs> I like that. And, I li- and they are they are very dedicated to keeping the PC version the same as a console version. There's some other companies. Capcom specifically, um, Square, Square, but um, um, Monster Hunter specifically is the first thing that comes to my mind. It was we're going to do a PC release and we're going to keep you up to date, but you're still going to be six months back. Yeah, and that's it. That kind of feels like a slap in the face from most companies, whereas FromSoft, a game that's already slapping you in the face, is like, come on, we can treat you better. Come on. Come on, let's go inside. Let's get We're your only going to give you certain types of pain. Yeah, if you're paying for a certain, you're paying for this. We don't have to give you extra for free. Safe. The safe word is smell. Uh, this, <laughs> no. All right. Well, those I'm things sorry. were just. I. Mm, I did not like those things. Uh, which one? <laughs> All of it, or yes. I'm looking at a screen of, oh God, no, that 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 hurts. <laughs> I, I just I just have the the wiki of of all the boss, and I was like, yeah, you sucked, you sucked, you made me cry. That sucked. That was easy. That was easy. That sucked. That sucked. That sucked. Oh man. Uh, I know there are. I mean, we did have a we did have a call bosses that were pretty simple. Like we we really did good with the. Um... The first Lord Soul, I think it was the tree one. 
uh, oh, we had to um, run in and, and smack the knot, and we were done. The the bed of chaos, which yeah, bed of chaos, which has, has been admitted was it was one of the last bosses we had to design, and well, we were a little rushed, and this is what we got. We also did pretty good with the uh, the, the easy one that we we cheesed the the lava scorpion. Yeah, uh, well, there was centipede demon. Or there was ceaseless discharge. Uh, ceaseless discharge was completely cheesy. Centipede demon still fairly cheesy. <laughs> Good old discharge. <laughs> just, just run him back. Very slow, scorpion. Yeah, just run him back and just he'll slap his hand in between a rock and you just whack. A couple I, times. I stole your girl's clothes. I ran back to the door. I hit your <laughs> hand three times. You fell and I win. That's it. It's all it took. Uh, and then, and then, of course, there was the four lords, or as Maelstrom Radio did, two the two and a lords. quarter lords. Yeah, it's, is that we got no props from the Dark Souls community? The Dark Souls community showing up for that. Two, two well, they're more like four kings, more like five kings, and you're like two and a quarter kings, and they're like, eh, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, kids. Be like it when it's a meme. You guys went and you cheesed it by getting grappled. Yeah. I mean, it'd be kind of fun if we actually had three Pyromancers for that, because we probably could have gotten down in less. Probably. If one person gets grappled and you got fully scaled Pyromancers, you can probably do it in one king. Yep. The old one done. <laughs> it is what it is. You can't, can't always can't always have out of the park. I uh, I gotta know, like what. And I, I, this might be a question for all of us. Like, what heals you first? Because you've played it more than like, what is your most unexpected part of the game? That would have to go to a DLC area or Ornstein and Smo. Hmm. Just from, I'll, I'll go from Ornstein and Smo just because it's the non spoiler spoiler version. Um, Doing it solo, assuming you uh, didn't summon in help, uh, you finally get one of them down. You're like, oh man, that was a pain. Now there's just one of them left. And then, well, Smo smashes Ornstein, and then he gets electricity powers, or Ornstein pierces Smo, and then triples in size and still keeps the same moveset. You're like, oh, come on. It's that's not fair. And it's that, that was. And then if you die to that, you're back to the two bosses. So just when you think you're out, they keep stabbing you back in. Tag line of Dark Souls. Yeah. Uh, Quentin, what, was, what, what about you? Like, what was your most unexpected part of the game? I Do I even, do you have to ask? Is it Sif? <laughs> no, no, Sif was not the most, Sif was the saddest part of the game for me. Priscilla was closely second. But I mean... When we had to talk to the dude, and then he ate us, and then transported us down below <laughs> to the altar, like, mm, it was definitely the most unexpected part of the entire game. I was not expecting to be eaten. I mean, yeah. at least not from like an attack point of view. Like, I was expecting everything to eat us if it was attacking us, but in the middle of a cutscene, no. Yeah, Koth will do that to you. Uh, let, Did not like. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go through, uh, Flash, while you're going through, I'm going to see how many bosses are capable of p 
putting you in their mouth. <laughs> all of them. No, not all of them. Most Close. of them. Not all of them. Uh, for me, my most unexpected part of the game was uh, see, and it, it, it really because you really did get us through. Uh, God, that un unforgiving uh, area. Not not the the one with all the traps and everything that I kept falling off ledges. But Dark Souls sends fortress. Yes, yeah, sends fortress. But to get to the 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 area, the the world of the gods or the city of the gods, that. It was a breathtaking like scene like I, that's amazing because the, the game is so dark and so just like sad and you get this like beautiful gorgeous I mean still everything wants to kill you but it's gorgeous <laughs> and it's light and it's colorful and it's such a weird like opposite of where we were and what we tra had traveled through through that point to get to that one section where it was like, oh, OK, well, like this is all beautiful and golden and sun touched. And and it, it's it, it's it really was like if you had played like if you stuck with it and played to that point and got past Sen's Fortress and got to that, I would have been like, wow, like I would have felt accomplished a little bit. Like I we did this. I you know, <laughs> like I it, it was it sure was shocking. Like it was just shocking to see. And thinking from a player that is first playing through that game and you just get past that fortress. And I'm sure there, I, besides other places in the game, I'm sure Sense Fortress is one of those like people can clock in like hundreds, if not thousands upon thousands of deaths there. Uh, so getting past that to go see this like golden, amazing area where nothing really wanted to kill you yet. Uh, and and I have a second follow question about that. Uh, is there any point where like things wouldn't have killed me ever there, or <laughs> was it eventually going uh, to happen? So so when you first land, mm -hmm. until you get to the bonfire and you go down uh, down the ladder or down the elevator, everything is not hostile towards you. You can get right up to them and they'll just be like, "Hey, what's up?" But the second you swing them, they're like, "All right, back to Dark Souls." And then they'll just try and step on you. Is there has there any been anybody that's tried to like not light that bonfire or he not pass that? There's been people that have, uh, I've seen, I don't know how many Twitch clips or highlights where they'll defeat the Iron Golem, they'll take the step up and they'll just stare at the skybox, the city, for just minutes, like just in awe of the game of how it can be so uh to, to quote uh a couple people uh dank dark dismal shit place you've been to how glorious it is up in an orlando that it really just it it takes a second to sink in and um talon brings up something in the chat um he plays Dark Souls to relax, even though it's a very hard game. And Talon, you are not alone. This is one of my relaxation games. I've, since the whole Corona thing started happening, um, I found myself playing this in the off time on different characters just to relax. It's definitely not one of those games where it's like, oh, you play this game to relax. That, that makes sense. It's... There's three bosses that can eat you. 
why would you play a game where three bosses can eat you as like one of their normal attack patterns? It's it doesn't make sense. But there is something about this game that makes me come back to it, even if I'm not looking for lore, even if I'm not trying to uh, like find a new way to beat the boss, trying out a new weapon or a new build or anything. I can go back through right now and I can play another Pyromancer. I've probably played three of them at this point. It's just there's something soothing about it. I, I it, it is weird for me to say this because I don't I I, I know we need a break from playing uh, Dark Souls for a while and we you know we've already announced our new game and we'll remind people what that is uh, before we get out of here. Uh, but uh, not looking for Susan Sprinkle chat. Not looking for lore or vor questions. <laughs> uh, there's some like things I don't think we touched on or got to see, and I'd be interested in knowing what those things are. I'm sure I can just go and youtube and like look at it uh but i know like you said down in the the void uh you know we there was there were supposed to meet an old friend down there who was that friend like who were we supposed to meet <laughs> like it clearly it wasn't supposed to be uh you know praise the sun our friend so so i i did find out uh why that didn't happen i did a, a little bit of digging and um it's possible if you defeat the four kings before you uh, talk to Lord Seeker uh, Frampt. Hmm. Yes, Frampt. Um, if you go down there and you light the bonfire and you sit there for about 20 seconds, uh, Dark Soccer Koth is supposed to show up first and he will tell you, hey, you can't trust Frampt. He's, he's essentially telling you perpetuate the cycle. And he tells you uh, what you have to do is Beat the bosses. Do what they're trying to tell you to do. But then don't do that. Just leave. And after playing through the first game, you're like, you're ending. I, I, was being, I was being played this entire time. Why would I do that again? I'm just going to leave. But it's possible that uh, those incomplete dragons, these cast-offs, primordial serpents, whatever you want to call them, it's possible they're lying to you too. And... The fact that you don't know which ending for certain is the good ending is one of the things I love about this game. I I didn't feel like either of the endings were good, uh, but I, I and that maybe that's just me. I like I don't I don't feel like either of them were like well, all right. I'm a king, and then Quentin turned to ash. I mean, like. <laughs> and yes, they I have a bad ending. Yeah. I, I it it is very very just dismal like it's but I will say like there's one thing like I, I and I'm not, it's, I don't know how to word this to not seem like not for not like having somebody in chat like make fun of me uh like it's something I noticed right like even Gwendolyn like the daughter that's waiting for us in and Orlando she is even probably lying to us as well, right? Like, I feel like she gave us that Lord vessel, but she wants to so, stay. <laughs> so Guinevere was uh, the Guinevere, one yeah. that was, yeah, um, but wear large chest ahead, all that, all those memes. Um, yeah. Gwendolyn, Gwen's son, uh, was just making an illusion of her. So Gwendolyn is the only god left in Anarlando. 
and he's just trying to perpetuate the cycle so that his family still remains in power. Uh, Gwyndon left hundreds of years ago. We don't know where she went. We don't know why she left, but she's not there. So Gwendolyn's trying to keep the whole thing in power. But if you go back uh, to Guinevere's room and you hit her with a ranged attack, you uh, trigger what endgame is called a sin. And uh, you can then go down and challenge Gwendolyn. And if you defeat Gwendolyn, you can actually start to see Anne Orlando for what it really is without the illusions. Um, you know how you came from a dark, dismal, abysmal shit place? <laughs> You're yeah. still in one. The sunlight is a lie. It's all dark. There's a little bit of moon, but that's about it. If, if you kill Gwendolyn, it's, it's back to being dark. Nothing in this game is good. It's not a happy ending. That is crazy. <laughs> is that is that a DLC or is that, is that in like in the main game? Uh, he was, he just... was an optional boss. So if if you get if you get a ring um, that we didn't go and get, uh, you can trigger an illusory wall and you can walk to where this little altar is, and you can actually join Gwendolyn's covenant, which is essentially another PvP covenant. But if you want to break the covenant, you can go through his boss door and you can fight him. And it's once you uh, fight him and you beat him, you can run all the way to the end of end uh, of his hallway. And it's just, it, it's essentially the tomb of Gwyn because everyone thinks he's supposed to be dead. But oh. Gwendolyn is essentially rewrote history and was saying, well, if nobody can get to his grave to prove that he's dead, no one can know he's dead. So he snaps his fingers, son's still in Orlando, princess is there, everything's happy, everything's golden. What could go wrong? Yeah, it's, it, it's, there's just so many. So there's so the still to this day, yeah, we like, can go wrong. Us. Yeah, that's <laughs> <It's> true. true. <laughs> uh, so there's still to, and I mean, you could tell me if I'm wrong, but it's still to this day, are there loose ends? Like, is there stuff that has not been discovered, or or just stuff that, like, even for, like between all three games, like information that's like that they never rectified this or never like tied up this ending. They, they chose to, while, while there are loose ends, mm -hmm. they choose to look at them as they're leaving the ending for you to decide how it is. They're not going to tell you, oh, um, Solaire was the son of Gwyn, which was a very popular theory for years until they figured out in Dark Souls 3 that there's another boss. And they're like, oh, that's Gwyn's firstborn. But that firstborn isn't named. They're just called their name. So, you, and there's no, there's nothing to back it up. Like, oh, this is, this is Gwen's firstborn son. And they, and he had three children, but you find out he had so many other children that he kind of Zeus himself. Um, you still don't know where the gaping dragon came from. You don't know how, uh, scale has got that crystal of immortality. We don't know what Nita was doing down there. Uh, we don't know what pinwheel was doing he was we get he was trying to essentially attempt necromancy uh we don't know what the bed of chaos's end goal was um we don't know what gwendolyn's essentially end game was we still don't know why priscilla was in the painted world 
there's a lot of loose ends, but no hard answers for why. So so crazy, <laughs> so crazy to me. But I, I I dig it. Like I really do enjoy it. Uh. So so following that up then, like which of our endings is canonical then? Like which. I mean, something had a spur to Dark Souls 3, correct? Like something, one of our endings had to be like, that's the one that carries on to this game. Or, or, so in, in, in or, Dark Souls 3, um, mm -hmm. they will, they go into it saying that the fire has been linked time and time again. So it does sort of steer towards the canon ending is uh, you link the fire and the age kept going and until something else happened and another method had to be used. So instead of constantly linking the fire, um, Dark Souls 3, not a huge spoiler, um, they refer to you as Ashen One. So instead of being a chosen undead or a hollowed warrior or anything like that, it implies that you are one of the risen corpses that has linked the fire before. You've you've lost all your souls and everything you've built up towards it, and you're risen again to complete a duty that somebody else can do. So perpetuating that idea that people have picked up the game, let's say maybe new to Dark Souls, and they're just going to start with three, attempted through a tutorial sort of level, and then put the game down, <laughs> and and continuing that cycle of like, well everyone else has failed to get to this point where you are or is it saying the, that and then could it also be on the flip side the 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 canon where like i'm playing my i uh where i'm according i'm playing a blumbo again <laughs> re-risen to to fulfill some things it, it is possible that the blumbos get called back uh to relink the fire again and, and continue the age of fire in dark souls 3 um it's not major story spoilers since it's, again, the only part of the story that you're going to get in Dark Souls 3 in the opening uh, storyboard. Um, people are supposed to continue to link the fire to, to keep the age going. Um, but there aren't enough people to continue to continually link the fire. So they have to keep going back to people that have already done it. So the... Uh, there's four lords that have essentially just like in this game where you're supposed to uh, uh, get the four lords together and they're supposed to uh, go and relink the fire again because there's no other capable candidates. So in typical Dark Souls fashion, those lords are like, no, we, we don't want to do that. So you have to go kill them and make them do it. And that's essentially Dark Souls 3 saying... Linking the fire was the ending, and you have to do it again. It's hmm. awesome. All right, so uh, I got two more questions, I think, and then if Shin's got anything else, uh, we'll... Uh... Shelly says to bring back the Blumbos. I... <laughs> They'll eventually come back. I just don't know what in form or what game. Or, or Dark Souls. I don't, I don't want to say it's like... If I say it's Dark Souls 3, then then we got to play Dark Souls 3. So 
uh and and i will remind everybody uh we were playing uh magica uh, <laughs> just to, just to let everybody know we're playing our next game and it's kind of just a palette cleanser it's magica uh which is a fun game uh it's short and uh all all three maelstrom radio folks will be playing so that's that's including uh producer season sprinkle so uh so look look forward to that don't worry there's gonna be plenty of deaths we'll we'll kill each other in that game more more often than npcs will um so i'm gonna i'm gonna leave with this one first uh quentin do you do you think you'd play this again on your own or like pick it up and play through like a new game plus absolutely (laughs) i I probably wouldn't know that that is not a question in my mind. I, You've already played it multiple times, though. Oh, yeah. But but I would do a new game plus where maybe I'll bring back Glurb or Les McBurney and just go through the game that way. It's th- This is one of those games where I will constantly keep coming back to years down the line. It could be 2030. I'm like, man, that Dark Souls is such a gem. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> uh... It's going to sound strange, but I think if uh, I were to have like a like, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed playing it with somebody like I I think I I think I took a single player game and somehow made it social and somehow made it fun for me. And I think I would play it, but not solo. I think if like if heals you or Talon was like, hey, you want to just like do something like i'd probably go through it again uh the, the code word is jolly cooperation yeah that's if, if it had better multiplayer i would consider it more but the networking on this game was pretty yeah, terrible I, I, and... I did find out a lot of reasons why that was the way it was and it was built into the coding of this is a technically a boss area this is technically not a boss area you step through this door it's the same part of this level and that's a boss area, but on the other side of the door, not a boss area. Can't link up. Yeah, that's kind of all a mess all over the place. Yeah, but Dark, that continued, luckily, though. Dark Souls Dark Souls Three did fix a lot of people's issues with Dark Souls One. Okay, well, like that's good. <laughs> making matching in multiplayer is much easier now. That's good. Is it less of a hassle? Like, are there more areas to go through in that one? Uh, the PvP is much less unless you're in like a certain pvp zone um but it is much easier like this zone co-op all the way through the boss after the boss room new zone and there there aren't any gates like you can't pvp or you can't group up until after you drain new londo and then you can group up it's like yeah go ahead and group up drain the lake go back down fight the boss go for it we're not gonna so stop much better yes yeah, so that's so much better all right, and uh, last but not least, and I think uh, so. What other sort of Souls-like games that are out there? Uh, we know Bloodborne, we know Hollow Knight, uh, and new. I played it here. I played the beta uh, this past week. Uh, I, I played uh, Mortal Shell, which I, I mastered loot in that ga- the loot in that game. That's something you can do in that game. So, uh, what other what other Souls games are there? Uh, so there's Code Vein. People call it Anime Souls because you'll see once you look at it. Um, pretty much any like Metroidvania kind of game is going to lend well to it. Like Bloodstained uh, will do that very well. Um, uh, pretty much anything with like a Souls-like tag is going to do it. Obviously, 
there are very different uh, tiers of what is a good Souls like, where games like Hollow Knight, Bloodborne, Sekiro are obviously going to be like the higher up A tiers. And then there's some that are like, okay, this, this there's a B tier. I saw some of the play three or for um, oh, you just said the name. I'm I'm already blanking. Hollow Knight or Bloodborne um, or, or Mortal Shell? What's Mortal Shell? Okay. Um, Mortal Shell is essentially people that uh, people that saw Dark Souls and like, we want to do that. Let's 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 do that. <laughs> um. So they essentially went and they did that. Um. Dragon's Dogma is sort of Souls-like. I do absolutely recommend that one. Um, but the genre for for Souls-like is the community kind of ruins it by saying, "Oh, this is hard. It must be a Souls-like." No, it's just a game that's hard. Um, uh, I would have to go through and and dig up a like an entire list, but. Usually, if it's made by FromSoft, it's a Souls-like. It's a good one to go through. Um, Bloodborne it would probably be like my A-tier of A-tier to play, if you're into that. It also has elements of the Cthulhu mythos. So people that are into that, that's definitely going to be a game for you. Um, Dark Souls, uh, Demon Souls is going to remaster. Check that out, obviously. But I wouldn't say that's a reason to get the PS5. Um yeah, I would I would have to go through and just find them. Uh, the Darksiders franchise, Dark or Darksiders three specifically, is very Souls like or Souls inspired. Def, definitely worth a look. Uh, Chili in chat says uh, one remnant from the ashes. Uh, yeah, which... remnant from the ashes. It's Dark Souls with guns. Yep. And uh, he said Crash Bandicoot, the Dark Souls platform. <laughs> not wrong that 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 is a term i got heard or that i saw on reddit when uh when crash bandicoot got re-released you're like man crash bandicoot it it's like a dark souls game but for platformers everyone in the comments is like no no it's just hard that's all it is it's not a dark souls yeah uh mortal cell was and and it's funny because i spent i want to say two hours playing that the beta and I found things like uh, you, there was stuff hidden in play, like, and it was like I I felt like I was playing art through like a like a remaster of Dark Souls. Like I was like this is interesting, like it was very interesting, and I didn't understand why my my weird meat body could like assume these skeletons and and take over these corpses, and and there were, you could like learn lore about them, but you had to dig further into the game to do that. It was super interesting. I heals you. I suggest you go take a look at it. You. It'd probably be up your alley. <laughs> so. it, it was definitely on my list, and I was. Okay. <laughs> it it was one of those like, oh, I'll play that if I have time, and then work happened. And I was like, I won't have time. Yeah. I, yeah. I I need I need to sit down. I just beat Dark Souls. I could go through it again, or Hamilton's on Disney Plus. I might just watch that. <laughs> Hamilton. I think I take about the same time, right? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Everybody just go watch Hamilton. Uh, so, uh, before we get out of here, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say, uh, heals you. Thank you so so much for guiding us through Dark Souls. 
Um, I, I, if I had to give it my personal rating, I, I, I would say if it's the type of game you want to play, play it and you'll enjoy it. It, it kind of, I, I don't say, I don't, I'm not going to say it's like a perfect game. There's bugs and everything like that. There was de- definitely had its, its flaws, but it was, it was good. Like, I, I think, I think at the end of it, I enjoyed the story and, and the, as dark as it was and as sad as it was, I think I enjoyed the the journey that I had not only with uh, playing playing the game and seeing you know why so many people loved it, but also enjoying it with uh, Quinn and Hidden Heals you. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, I don't think I would have played it otherwise. So absolutely, you are one hundred percent welcome. I'm more than happy to do it. It was it it's kind of a kind of a pride thing to show somebody that dark souls isn't just a constant just kick to the side at every turn it's just take some time slow down enjoy the game a little bit and learn all the ways it can it can eat you and then just don't get eaten and once you beat the boss you you feel so good that oh that boss had died six seven eight 41 times too it's not that bad. It's true. When when we got, when we got to that point where I I killed poop, I felt pretty good. So, uh, <laughs> uh, and Chili and Chat says two days till KFC hype. Uh, uh, Shin, did you have anything uh, about Dark Souls or anything else? Nope. I think you summed it all up there. Thank you again for running this through, and yeah, look forward to maybe doing it in the future. Yeah. Well, you can find Hills You at I Hills You uh, on Twitter if you want to follow him. I don't think you tweeted very much. <laughs> I, I've, apart from direct messages, I'm I'm pretty much I, off of Twitter. It, I don't. I don't. My only you. social media now is is Discord. If if you're on Discord and you see me, hello. Yeah. That, that that's about all I got now. All right. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh. Shin, do you have anything else? Dude? Nope, I'm all good. All right. Uh, well, uh, 7.19, our new game starts, and it's going to be every other Sunday. It's going to be Triad Stream. It's Magicka. So uh, all three of us will be playing Magicka. Uh, 7.23, episode 121, with special guest Kami Jace from the Weekly Cooldown will be here, and uh, we'll be guests on, on his podcast later that week. So... Back to back, you're gonna get a lot of a lot of mails from radio slash uh, Comedy Jay's week cooldown stuff happening that week. So look forward to that. Um, so oh, and I don't think I mentioned it, but I bought a house. <laughs> uh, that that is the thing that just, happened. Just little life things that happened this yeah. week. Just whoops, uh, I got keys. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a thing. So uh, sometime late mid August, late August, the the background here will change and the the setup will be better and and things will be better here and i will have a space and a studio to do maelstrom radio and it'll 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 be better uh but thank you all for for putting up for a a lot of the changes for maelstrom radio since the move here to indiana so i I appreciate all of you for for all the weird like visual stuff we had to do and 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 things like that but it, the show will progress and be better so with that i'll let shin do some uh my our normal house cleaning and then we'll get out of here
All right, you can find us every other week, Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, streaming at Maelstrom Radio uh, on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Maelstrom Radio. On the opposite weeks, we'll be streaming at same time, Sundays, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, our next game will be with uh, along our with our producer, uh, Susan Sprinkle. We're going to be streaming Magicka. So that should be a lot lighter, a lot more happier, and a lot more deaths than Dark Souls. Uh, if you want to find any of our archived recordings, you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, or any podcast app that you can find. Uh, the archives are also on our website at maelstromradio.com. Feel free to email us, show at maelstromradio.com with any questions, comments, concerns, etc. Uh, you can also chat with us on our Discord. You can find it at maelstromradio.com slash Discord. Uh, and all of our social media links, of course, you can find on that website as well. All right. Well, uh, one last time, uh, heals you. Thank you again. Uh, Quentin, onward to Magicka. <laughs> For better or worse. Yeah. Uh, and as always, I'm going to roll us out of here. So I'll let you two say goodbye one last time. Remember, it's always Gwyn's fault. Just say no to Vor. Just say, there you go. All right. Well, and with that. Uh, I want to thank uh, our producer, Susan Sprinkle, for uh, helping us get all the notes and stuff ready uh, this week. And also for joining us next week, uh, we, we talked her into doing a, the triad uh, stream with us and playing a, a short jaunt. Uh, she's actually kind of excited about being, being a Blumbo, so maybe we'll figure that out in the future. Uh, so with that, until next time, remember, it's Gwen's fault and keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is a production of maelstromradio.com and Blackfire Media Productions. Today's episode is produced by Flatus, Schimpfer, and Susan Sprinkle. Logo and artwork by Mary Larkins. Find them over at themarylark.com. Intro and outro are provided by MDK. Find his music over at mdkofficial.bandcamp.com. Views and opinions expressed on this episode belong to Maelstrom Radio and their hosts and do not reflect the views and opinions of the companies discussed on today's show. 